The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 212. I hope that you're doing very well today. And if you do happen to be struggling with OCD or anxiety, then you can get a free session with me. To get that, you can head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can use my Calendly to book yourself uh, the free session, or you can send me a message. In today's podcast, I'm going to be talking to Nick, who is uh, an art teacher and we're going to be talking about his experiences of uh, of anxiety. And also we're going to be exploring um, the difficulties sometimes of getting going with, uh, with something, whether that's a creative project, um, art or, or something else. So often uh, when we're, we're trying to, to do something or do something new, um, we almost, something turns up and it, it it creates some kind of resistance and we almost just don't want to get started. Uh, and so often, you know, it is just getting started that is the important thing. If you're learning to try to get over OCD or anxiety, for example, one of the important things is just accepting the fact that you're going to have to start doing things in a in a slightly different way. But getting started with that sometimes is 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 difficult if you're doing ERP there's all sorts of uh, reasons that might show up uh, for why you might not want to do that. And so we'll be we'll be talking about that today. Um, if you find the podcast helpful, it would be great if you could follow and like on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Robert James Coaching UK. And if you could also subscribe on your podcast app of choice, that would be amazing. So many thanks, guys, and I really hope that you enjoy. <music> Hi Nick, welcome to the podcast. Hi Rob, thank you for having me on. That's great to great to have you here. So, to start off with, can you just tell us uh, a little bit about yourself, please? Um, I've been a teacher for about sixteen years. Um, I work in England in a secondary school, um, a sort of uh, non-selective, comprehensive um, of the old school. So I work with all range of abilities, ages. Um, and um, yeah, of, of different people from different backgrounds, which is superb. Um, and as you said earlier, it's it's part of the the day to day of of working as a teacher is dealing with a range of of different people of different sort of uh, <coughs> characters and finding different ways to approach sort of trying to help them through sort of you know, in my case art, but you know in a wider point life in general, I guess. Absolutely. So I bet that comes with all sorts of uh, different challenges. Um, yeah. So working with with uh, young people, um, turning up to, to school every day and having to be ready for your classes and behavior problems and all sorts of stuff. 
I imagine that it's uh, often quite anxiety-provoking, no? Uh, well, yeah, to a degree. Um, I, I also have a, a family of three children, so the amount of time I have to dwell on anxiety is somewhat limited anyway, so it's more of a case of rushing out, rushing in, getting on and doing it. And I'm in a fortunate position where I work uh, in a very supportive school and supportive um, department with colleagues I get on with, and I, you know, I feel very settled and happy. And, I've, and it's you know, it's taken time to get there, but I'm 15, 16 years into teaching now. So a lot of the anxiety is when you first start teaching, you know, behaviour management, you know, different situations. There are things which just become, you know, be daily to day, run of the mill stuff, which you just you you become accustomed to dealing with, and um, that sort of repetition really sort of washes that away, and so you become much more confident in yourself, and a lot less insecure. And then you, you find that that students then pick up on that, and that sort of that sense of stability, um, and that in itself sort of cuts down the amount of issues that you have. It's one of the th- things that's really difficult when you start out in the profession, is um, trying to get a sense of of confidence in what you're doing and, and secure yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's really interesting what you what you're just saying there, um, because so often with with OCD and anxiety, uh, I find that it does take that kind of perseverance with you know with learning a, a new a new skill. Obviously, what you're talking about there is is learning to be a teacher over a number of years and building up your confidence, building up your skills. But also, you know, when you're learning to uh, manage a, a mental health problem, in a way, it's the same kind of thing. Like, you know, you're talking about getting respect from the uh, the students. Um, when we talk about OCD and anxiety, it's almost like you have to learn to get respect from that part of you um, that likes to try to uh, trick you into believing that you can't do things or that you know, you're not able to, to live uh, a positive and happy and healthy life because you have this thing, OCD, that's holding you back. Um, you know, actually, what you can begin to do if you persevere over time is you can begin to realize that um, you, know, you can actually do all the things that you really want to do. You can live a positive, happy life despite the fact that you're you know, struggling with mental health challenges. Um, okay, so I wanted to kind of speak to you about some things um, specifically, um, and th- and that is, uh, you know, you, obviously you're you're an artist, you're a photographer, um, you do you do pottery, you do all sorts of things. Um, I wanted to talk about the creative process because uh, we've done a few podcast episodes uh, where we've talked about the importance of creativity actually for channeling some of this. Uh, negative energy uh, that is associated with uh, mental health problems like anxiety and OCD. Um, but oftentimes people find it difficult to, to get started with with uh, with art and, and with projects. Could you tell us a little bit about about that? Uh, absolutely, yeah. So the, I mean, I, it's <clears throat> once again, a day-to-day experience in terms of introducing new processes and new projects to students people I'm working with and then um, you know sort of trying to explore the ideas certainly as, as they develop through through school and get older and more mature about approaching that on, on their own more independently um, and then to a point where you know ideally when they're old you know leaving school we've created artists people who are able to 
you know, be self-sufficient and and explore things on their own. Um, and really, the biggest thing to get over really is the fact that it's um, it's perfectly normal and perfectly um, acceptable to find things difficult and to get started, and for that not to be something which should actually stop you doing it. It's just something that everybody experiences. But the difficulty, um, I think that. That I see quite frequently is when different people start at different rates. More, some people are more confident than others. Um, and as uh, you know, as Rob has been saying, some people will put barriers up to stop themselves doing things so they don't even start. And it's it tends to be based around the idea of, of you know, I'm never going to be able to do it. It's never going to work. Sort of almost writing off the project before you've even given it a chance to begin. And um, something I've been reflecting on in my own practice really is that all art processes are just experimentation it's just trying things out and almost the work that's created is almost incidental that just that, that you sort of like a trail you leave behind you as you're doing these things and just seeing what happens and having fun with it and playing with it but it it's getting yourself to that point where you're you're confident enough just to give it a go and once it starts coming out that's when you see sort of the progress in people and, and you know we have students who you know, literally won't create anything in a lesson you know week after week after week and eventually you know the i mean what's great about teaching as a profession is you get to see progress over time um with people but it's a for us it's the ability to sort of in, inject positivity really into students and you know as a teacher that's probably your most powerful tool really is just encouragement and positivity and you see you know, through repetition, you get them to start that process. And what you see once you have students who achieve, you know, things which they never thought would be possible, they've you know, as just written themselves off already, that the enjoyment and the satisfaction they get from that kind of spreads out through um, the rest of their sort of character, really. You know, it, it, you see students literally lifted, you know, emboldened, you know, changed for the better just from having given themselves the confidence to, to approach these things and then start approaching other things in life mm, absolutely yeah um we spend a lot of time on the podcast actually talking about values um you know the way i see values is is kind of the the guide that you have uh to help you to realize you know what you should be focusing your attention on and also, you know, the motivation to to actually get out there and overcome some of those barriers. Um, if you don't know what your what your values are, I think it can be really really difficult to do that. Um, so if you are looking to get started with something, no matter what it is, whether it's uh, a creative project, art of some some sort, or if it's just you know beginning to to um, face some of your uh, obsessions or anxieties. Um, you know, having your your values clear in your mind really, really does uh, does help with that a lot. Um, okay, and so I kind of wanted to to ask you about um, this process of of, of creativity. Um, it's it seems to be very very helpful uh, for people once they once you you know as you just said once they do get started, people seem to have um i don't know something happens during that process of creating this project seeing it through to the end um 
does it do you think that the creative projects in particular they they are a way for people to to kind of channel some of their their negative energy or challenges that they might be experiencing in life in into something positive um what do you what do you think about that yeah um absolutely it's a it's a way of processing information and a way of depending on obviously the projects you're doing but to be able to output things which might you know be non-physical things which exist in your head in a way to sort of get hold of them and put them down and physically create responses to them and make them into something much more sort of tangible and manageable and and something you can then approach rather than things which are sort of all consuming and and you know very much elusive um and there's also a, a sense you know in the same way that just talking about things tend you know is a as a way of approaching and lifting off problems it's a, the same way of outputting those things is a sort of a visual a visual piece it can have that same effect of sort of almost exercising it from the body um but i think what what's also for me in in terms of art is is fantastic is the fact there's such a large range of different ways of approaching creativity and expressing expressing yourself um that there's almost certainly a process out there for everybody that everyone will or someone you will be able to attach and enjoy and you know if if past experiences have been less positive so you've tried painting or, or printmaking or, and haven't got on with it that doesn't mean that you're not a creative person that you can't be creative it just means that they're not mediums that you're necessarily naturally happy in working with um and i'd certainly encourage people to explore lots of different ways of approaching things and lots of different outputs and they don't it doesn't have to be as as direct as you know creating a piece around you know any mental health difficulties or issues you have in your life they can just the even the act of creating a something is very you know it's such a a positive experience for you i feel Mm. um and that can be you know it can be more much more manual into the crafts into woodwork it doesn't have you know it's not certainly not limited in terms of its positivity to sort of the the classic fine arts Mm. so yeah just getting out there and, and expressing yourself in any way is a, it's always always going to help i feel absolutely yeah um in my previous podcast actually I, I was talking about the the importance of kind of getting out of your head and into your body and i think another good thing about art is you know you're actually physically doing something you know you're whether that's drawing or if you're doing something more manipulative like um pottery for example which you're you're into your, yourself um you know it's very hands-on and you're you know you're manipulating the clay you're you know you've got the the sensation of it in your hand you know I think it makes it a bit easier for us to actually come into the present moment and to be really engaged with something and um that process for me is is incredibly um liberating sometimes because when you are really struggling with anxiety what we tend to want to do is just to kind of sit still and to think (laughs) you know and try to figure things out and that is the last thing we want to be doing um if we can actually get up and and get busy with some kind of project it seems to just you know you haven't actually done anything directly to deal with the anxiety 
but indirectly by actually just doing something positive and creative it's amazing how that negative energy that you are experiencing seems to just kind of feel a bit easier to to manage is that something that you've noticed yourself in your in your own kind of work yeah absolutely you lose yourself in it yeah and and it's a you, you know you're affecting the world around you you're sort of you're <coughs> creating things making things and and so you know once again in my own practice it's not it's not important if they are there they work if the, if the outcome is effective or the you know it's what you want it's just a case of the process itself is the really enjoyable bit um and it can be you can have piles of things you haven't finished you can have you know there's no there's no sort of formula that says this is a way to create a piece of work um, this is a way to do art it's you know it's a very very personal process um and it can be things you never show anybody they're not it's not a case of you know you have to create artwork and other people have to see it for it to be a good piece of work it's just about doing and making and creating and, and accessing that part of your brain um which you know in day-to-day -day life isn't utilized quite so much um and just sort of losing yourself into sort of yeah into that sort of that space but you know whether it's painting ceramics you know sort of carving wood whatever you know whatever it is and it's yeah undoubtedly something that i feel that everyone should have in their life um one way or another and everyone has ability to do so and it's just a case of finding finding something getting started and experimenting it can be you know it can be as simple as drawing and sketching and doodling or it, you know it can be you know much more sort of process driven and might involve attending classes or you know getting some instruction or watching youtube videos and ordering a little bit of stuff off off online and suddenly exploring you know epoxy resin casting for the first time because um, there's just there's such a wealth of things out there to do which are you know enjoyable in themselves for no other reason but to enjoy them which is kind of rare that we do things just for the sake of, of enjoying it yeah fantastic so if there's people listening who are interested in getting started with uh, some kind of creativity in their you know, they're not sure what to do or they are feeling a bit anxious about it. Um, what advice would you would you give them? Um, I would I would advise them to start small, like small bit by bit, just try things out um, and certainly look broadly and widely across what, you know, other what other people have done, what, what you know, what's on Instagram, Pinterest, um, the internet itself. But it's just the only... The, the thing to do is to bear in mind that what you're looking at is the end of a process of someone who's done you know a massive amount of usually a massive amount of time and work beforehand to get to that point so it's having like realistic expectations and so and just going well i'm just going to try it out you know like there's depending obviously where you are but there's usually there's heaps of art stores around just in case of going in selecting something something basic with some instructions to give it a go give that process a go and then get started and then the then you know get out there have a look for what's in your area if you can find other people you know or you know you know no friends who do stuff and you can just sort of like sneak and borrow some stuff but yeah little by little and just yeah throw yourself into it and just give it a go and see what happens fantastic so nick thank you so much for your time it's been uh, great talking to you and um you know i really I really believe in in this creative process as being something that's so helpful for for 
people struggling with anxiety problems so um yeah it's been great absolutely thanks for having me rob so there we go guys i hope that you enjoyed that and uh, i will see you next time just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website www.robertjamescoaching.com and there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session and now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer any information that you view on my website instagram page facebook group or anywhere else online or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist or any other medical or mental health professional.